Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Hey, it's Mark K from The Mark K Show. You hear me every day from 10 a.m. to noon on News 104.5 WOKV. First of all, thanks for listening to The Mark K Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's morning news interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes and Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. I've got to get Mark K more time on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. You just might get it. We want us some Mark K. We're entertaining meets informative. We make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day. Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. Two full hours of the Mark K Show starts right now. You know, it's baffling to me because I just feel like some people just still don't understand how social media works. And it's weird because, I mean, after all this time, after all these things that people do, after all the idiocy, after all of the, after all of the, you know, the, the flubs and the gaps and, I mean, come on, how do you not understand that if you put something on social media, that it's not just your friends and family who are going to see it. It's, it can be shared and copied and, and sent out to the entire world. So if you're going to, you know, murder a raccoon at sea, and and post it on your Facebook page, other people, other people are going to get to witness that. And they're not going to be as excited about it as you might have been uh, when you were, you know, out on your boat with your buddies, drinking some beers, uh, throwing back some tall boys and thinking, oh, let's let's, let's videotape us throwing this raccoon overboard. And uh, and it'll be fun because now it's not it's not uh, it's not fun. It's not fun at all. Yeah, if 855-765-1045. By the way, if you don't know what I'm talking about, this dude, of course, in Florida, in Tampa, he was an attorney, too. This is the other thing. He's an attorney. You know, this is horrible advertising for this guy, but he uh, he's being investigated by the Fish and Wildlife um, it was department because he, okay, so I guess what happened was he and his buddies went out on, on a boat. He's got a boat because everyone in, you know, everyone in Florida has a boat. And he's out there on the boat. All of a sudden, a raccoon crawls out. From somewhere on his boat, I'm assuming this raccoon was a stowaway, didn't know it was on there. Maybe they had some food that the raccoon was uh, for. Was it raccoon or raccoon? 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 I've heard both. It's either raccoon or raccoon, whatever. And uh, he he was he was uh, stowed away on the boat. They get out to the middle of, of the Gulf and all of a sudden the raccoon crawls out. So these guys chase it. They start screaming at it and they and then they chase it off of the. Let's see, the bow is the front, right? Yeah, the bow of the ship. Listen. Hold on, wait. I'm like, oh, let me turn on the uh, let me turn on the volume so you can hear. But uh, here's this is actual audio that the guy posted. They recorded the whole thing and put it on Facebook. Get off my boat. Are you videoing this? Yeah. Throw it. Get off my boat. What happened there? Where'd that come from? You got going? Oh, that's a commercial. Sorry, that's on the yeah. anyway. Uh, <laughs> they did not start playing Eastbound and Down while they were chasing the raccoon off their boat. That was just that insult to industry. Get off my boat! Injury. Yeah, get off my boat. Anyway, so what happens is this raccoon then I guess jumps off, or they push it, or they were just they were taunting it so much it leaps into the water. And there's video of this thing. There he goes. Yeah. See. Here, put it in gear. So long, sucker. Yeah, so long. And he yells, so long, sucker. And this raccoon is left to swim and we're assuming drown in the uh, in the Gulf of Mexico off the coast of Tampa. Well, this video got posted on Facebook, which, again, I just don't understand. I feel like if you're a lawyer, what you went to law school, right? I mean, you have a basic understanding of of the law. You have a basic understanding of human nature. You're supposed to take some kind of morality class aren't you or decent anyway it doesn't matter what you feel whether whether the raccoon was at fault because it was on this guy's boat illegally it was trespassing i understand you know it's a lesser creature it doesn't matter yada 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 there's all those arguments but i just feel like as a lawyer you understand 
what posting something like this on social media is going to don't you i mean don't we all know haven't we all seen people like uh like who was like who wasn't it logan paul remember the youtube guy who went to the the um the japanese suicide forest and actually ran into a dude who had committed suicide by hanging himself in a tree and he posted a youtube video about it his career almost got uh got totally destroyed i actually think he got like I think you think you got like a billion views on that. But what it doesn't matter. There's other social media stars over and over again. And not even social media stars, but just regular people that do something stupid. You know, and every year we have we have we have new people that think it's funny to dress up as Nazis and post those pictures on there, you know, for Halloween or in blackface. Look what happened to Megyn Kelly. I mean, there's oh, or those dudes in Virginia, like every single Virginia politician, apparently at one point in their life, dressed as a Klan member and or somebody in blackface. And these these photos live forever. These videos don't go anywhere. So now you got this lawyer pushing a raccoon overboard. I just don't I just don't understand people. I just don't, I mean, look, I know when I put something on social media that it's never going to go away. And sure, yeah, one day I may have to answer for it. I may have to answer for why I wore that outfit, you know, or why I made that comment about that person. Uh, you know, 20 years from now, somebody's going to be like, did you write that song about Joe Biden sniffing hair and post it all over the I did, as a matter of fact. That one I'll probably still be proud of. But it's just, you know, look, if you're a person and you post on Facebook, just know it's not just the people that you choose or who like you that can see that. They can share it and they can copy it and it can end up every. And you could be famous. You could be like the world's most famous raccoon killer before you know it. Or ra raccoon. Raccoon or raccoon? Josh, what do you say? What do you say? Is it raccoon or raccoon? I say raccoon. You say raccoon. Unless I'm feeling feisty, then I say raccoon. Raccoon, yeah. I've heard it both ways and I don't know. I don't know. I don't know which one's. Right, 855-765-1045. That's one of the big stories, by the way, we're following. Yes, there's also violence in the Middle East, and we have a uh, we have a crisis now with the oil tankers. And, of course, the, the Chinese are retaliating in the big trade war and announcing 25% tariffs on about $60 billion worth of U.S. goods. We'll get to all that in just a minute. But, I mean, this is close to home because this is Tampa, this is people with boats, and it's raccoons. And I guarantee any, everyone in Jacksonville can relate to those three things. 855-765-1045. 855-765-1045. What do you do in that situation, dude? Well, like, why wouldn't you just bring the raccoon back to shore? I don't understand. I mean, it's just like, you know, like, pull back in, let it sit on your boat. Pull back into shore, shoo it back so it can go back to its little raccoon family or raccoon, you know, kids or whatever. And I, mean, I don't know. It didn't seem to be like a rabid raccoon. I know that could be a problem, but it didn't seem like it had rabies or anything. It just seemed like it didn't want. It just seemed like it didn't want to be on the boat. Eight five five seven six five. 1045. Another big thing that's going on today, uh, as we mentioned, is uh, is these these uh, Chinese tariffs. But I, just last night in the United Arab Emirates, the UAE, this Iranian problem has escalated even more because um, it appears that three oil tankers. Is it two? Or, I'm, I'm getting mixed reports. Some people said four. Some people said two. We'll average somewhere between two and four oil tankers have been severely damaged. These are. These are actual oil tankers that are bringing crude oil from the area, from the uh, from the Persian Gulf, all the way to the United States of America. They're not American owned, but they are they are one of the major transport. There uh, are four of the major transport vessels that bring the oil to us. Well, they were damaged severely by get this, what they're calling sabotage. They're not saying it was it wasn't like a bombing, you know, it wasn't anything like that. It wasn't uh, it wasn't anything like, you know, nobody tried to sink them. It was just basically sabotage. And so that's all the information we have. The United Arab Emirates hasn't told us anymore. Uh, we haven't heard anything from the government. You know, we have a, a massive military response in the region. We've got the USS Abraham Lincoln there. Uh, we've got a couple of other ships there. We're building up our, our naval presence because of what's going on with Tehran and and because they're being, you know, they're being they're being jerkwads basically, and so now they're attacking civilian, basically business uh, vessels that are responsible for carrying oil back and forth. This is a big problem for two reasons. Number one, it's clearly an attack by the Iranians on the United States and other countries' oil uh, oil capabilities, but also it's happening right off the coast of the UAE, which is one of the probably safest. And supposedly uh, biggest allies that we have in the region. So it, it, it's troubling. It's troubling that uh, these kinds of people are infiltrating that kind of area. Um, 
And it looks like this is going to escalate the situation even more. We got to take a quick break. 855-765-1045. We'll get into that. Uh, we'll get into more with the raccoon. We, are, we have some people commenting. We have some people commenting online and, of course, uh, on our open mic messages. And uh, we've got a, 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 a whole bunch of other fun stuff to discuss as well. It's the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. We'll be right back. Marquee show. My name's Mark K. Thanks so much for joining me today. 855-765-1045 is the number. 855-765-1045. We're talking about we're talking about these guys that are. I mean, they're from Tampa. One's a lawyer, and uh, he had a boat, and of course, this raccoon had stowed away on the boat. This is like the big news. This is everywhere, man. This video was shared like multiple, like I think a million times. And now there's an investigation. He had to issue an apology. But this guy basically goes out fishing with his buddies. You know, it was a great video. It was a great weekend for fishing. I'm sure in Tampa as well as here and uh, all of a sudden this raccoon crawls out from some part of his boat runs up to the to the stern no the bow i'm sorry the stern is the back the bow is the front and they and they basically chase it they chase it off the boat into the uh, into the gulf of mexico and they leave it there and now everybody's really uh people are very 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 upset by it i don't know why you can't i don't know why you can't hear this let me try again what is that what is happening today with this computer system? What? No, I understand where it's coming from, but it should be coming not from there. That's okay. Well, I, let me know what the hell's going on. Uh, eight five five seven six five one zero four. I mean, everything's set up right. You should be hearing. You should be hearing the guy yell, "Get off my boat!" I don't know. I don't know why. Sometimes computers are the best, and sometimes computers they're just the worst. Let's try this. Yeah, no, that's not. There he goes. Oh, there we go. Here, put it in here. So long, sucker. Yeah, that's him uh, saying so long to the raccoon as it swims out into the Gulf of Mexico and into uh, into death. 855-765-1045. We did have a guy. Uh, we were the, the big, by the way, our chat on Twitch and our chat on Facebook has a huge conversation about this. And somebody commented that they don't know how you can do that because they feel guilty when there's a gecko. You know, sitting like clutching to your windshield and you're driving on the highway and you're like, oh, please, God, don't let this thing blow off. And then all of a sudden you hit that perfect speed and phew, it goes off, you know, it goes under the air. And, uh, and I've been in that same position, too. I've been driving to work and I've seen a gecko that crawls out and it's and it's clutching. But it's clutching my window, my windshield, and it's staring at me. You know, when it's looking at you, it's like, please, sir, please stop. Please, I want to get off. And then, and I didn't stop, but what I've done is I've driven slower than usual so that it won't blow away. And then I remember I got to work and I shoot it off of my car. Uh, I mean, by then it was, I mean, it was miles away from its friends and its family and its habitat. But you know what? But whatever. Well, at least it wasn't, you know, at least it wasn't roadkill. So I guess that was one of the, that was, I get guilty sometimes when I'm walking in my driveway and I see a frog carcass where I accidentally drove over, you know, I drove over the frog carcass. It didn't mean to, but if you're going to hang out underneath my tire, and you're that small, sometimes these things happen. But what happened with this raccoon was no accident. It was it was uh it was a deliberate chasing of a mammal into the water, um, you know, to 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 stay there. Uh Sam from Palatka, how are you? I'm fine, Mark. How are you today? Oh, doing great, Sam. What do you want to say about this raccoon story that's taken over the internet? Well, of course the internet's uh, an amazing thing, you know, both in its uh, uh sublimeness and its ridiculousness. Yeah. But it, it just goes to show that lawyers are not the smartest people on the planet. <laughs> well, well we don't want to we don't want to generalize all lawyers, but yeah, there are, you know, lawyers are people too and they do some things that may not be the most sensible. Right. Now, if I may digress, probably uh pre-internet or at least pre-social pre media 15, 20 years ago yeah. up in these parts. There was a group of lawyers that were houseboating uh, down to Silver Glen from Jacksonville uh, down through Palatka on the St. Johns River mm -hmm. off of Lake George. And they decided along the way, fueled by, uh, I don't know what all sorts of libations they were having, yeah. but they decided they were going to stop at a crab trap and dine on some of the local fare without benefit of paying the commercial fishermen. Okay. You still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the commercial fishermen, this was happening on a fairly regular basis, and uh, uh, these commercial fishermen around these parts are some... So you were, what you're saying was they were basically stealing crabs from the traps? Uh, that appeared to be the case. Oh, okay, because right. The commercial fishermen were 
laying on the banks waiting on them. They were going to take a few of them out. Yeah. But, uh, the local judge happened to have the forethought to uh, defuse the situation by making the lawyers wear sandwich signs and walk up and down the main street of Palatka across the bridge on the St. John's, admonishing them, saying stealing from a crab trap is uh, a crime punishable by X number of dollars of fine yeah. and X number of years in jail. But you think a lawyer would know that sort of thing, would you not? I mean, you would think you would. I would think anybody at this point, anyone who has a Facebook account, anybody who is on Facebook for any amount of time during the day or during the week can understand the power and can understand how it can how it can create and also destroy reputations and careers and doing something like killing a live animal and broadcasting it. I mean, that's the only, the first thing is it's bad enough that you do it. OK, you go home, you tell your buddies about it, you laugh about it. They go, man, you're sick. You're a sick puppy. And then you move on with your life. But videotaping it, taking that video and going, you know who would love this? You know who would love this video of me forcing a raccoon to its death? The Internet. And posting it up there, that to me shows a complete, a complete lack of uh, of good judgment. 855-765-1045. And the outcry that people have, have seen from this and the investigation now from the Fish and Wildlife Commission and the apology that this lawyer had to go, had to, I mean, it's people's reputation. They've had to go into hiding. Do you not remember the dentist who killed the lion? The dentist who killed the famous lion and he had to go, he had to move. He had to change his name. He had to close his practice because, and he didn't even, and that was totally legal. He wasn't just being a D bag on a boat. He had a license and a gun and he was on a, on a, on a hunting trip and everything. Imagine what's going to happen to this lawyer now. You know what though? I don't think anyone would have caused a fuss if like a lawyer had stowed away on the boat and somebody forces the lawyer into the Gulf of Mexico. That probably wouldn't have. People probably would have been liking that one all day long. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More of your phone calls coming up. It's the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. And it's Monday. Monday fun day. And what are we talking about? A dude who drowned a raccoon in the Gulf of Mexico. And we're still, by the way, if anyone can clarify whether it's raccoon or raccoon, where does the stress go? Because people are referring to it both ways. Some people are calling it a raccoon. Some people are calling it a raccoon. Uh, it doesn't matter. Either way, it's a carcass right now because it's like the guy left it floating in the in the Gulf of Mexico to to just swim to shore, which of course we know it probably uh, didn't do. Now this guy, who is an attorney in Tampa, is being investigated by the Fish and Wildlife Commission. It probably is. I mean, he had to issue an apology because he is the internet's latest super villain. Like the dentist, you know, Candace was just telling me, uh, Cecil the lion. Remember the dentist who snuck in to the preserve and killed Cecil the lion, the world-famous, friendly, lovable lion? And that dentist, after killing Cecil the lion and posting it on the Internet, boom, had to change. I mean, I think he had to he had to undergo plastic surgery. He's in witness protection because the Internet wanted his hide. Man, they wanted people were going to come after him with pitchforks and knives and, and, and all sorts of crazy stuff. This guy who killed the raccoon or who pushed the raccoon overboard – uh, when he found it stowed away on his ship or on his boat, rather on his fishing boat, and then turned around and gunned it, leaving him, you know, all alone in the Gulf of Mexico. Long sucker. That guy now is public enemy number one, and I guarantee I don't know what kind of lawyer he was, but his law practice is—I mean, his law that his law practice is sunk just like that raccoon. Give me a break. It's only a raccoon. There's hundreds of thousands of those animals. That is true. It is only a raccoon. But apparently there's a, like a deeper moral social issue that the Internet, you know, is not they're not happy about. They need to take that raccoon hating attorney out into the ocean about 20 miles and dump his ass right in the ocean. <laughs> see if he could see. If, but no one would care. No one. I don't think if you do that, no one would raise a fuss. Uh, Victor, thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. How you doing, Victor? Good. How are you, Mark? Uh, doing great. Thanks so much for asking. What do you want to say about this uh, lawyer who who pushed the raccoon off, chased it right off of the bow of his boat, and left it in the Gulf of Mexico? First of all, great show. Oh, thank you, very I appreciate that. And uh, I was thinking, now what 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 would happen if the raccoon had rabies and well, the rabies bit and the raccoon bit everybody on the boat? They all be in trouble, right? Yeah. Well, you can get yeah, rabies right. shots. I mean, they, it is a curable disease, but the raccoon would have to be put down no matter what. Right. So when you come back to shore, there's a bunch of kids on the docks and shit, and the raccoon gets off the boat if he makes it that far. Yeah. He starts biting people. All right. So your team, 
You're team lawyer in this one. You don't you don't think it's you know it's no big loss to put a raccoon in the middle of the uh, Gulf of Mexico. Well, you know, it's one of those 50-50 things, you know. Yeah. You know what it is, I think, and you're right. Look, the, the other guy said there's hundreds of thousands of raccoons, and they could carry disease, and they're varmints, and they're scoundrels, and whatever, and that's true. That's true. The raccoons, you know, there's there's some good. They, you think they're cute, but they're really not. They can be evil, and they can hiss at you, and they can scratch you, and they carry disease. That's all true. You know, they're, they, I, in fact, they're, I think the raccoons are too smart because what happened was uh, we left a jar of Nutella in the recycling bin and it was closed. And the raccoons with their little opposable thumbs came into my recycling bin, managed to take the top off of the Nutella. And then you could see they, they left little claw marks because the whole thing was like scraped and scratched inside. And then they didn't even put it back in the recycling bin. They just left it on the ground, which I thought was kind of rude. But, the, you know, so raccoons can be kind of a menace to society. However, I think it was just the, there's just, it's a question now of this guy's character. Is anyone really sad for the raccoon? Sure, some people probably are. But really, in my opinion, this is just a bad judgment call. And do you want somebody who's an attorney, who's representing you in a legal matter, who's supposed to know the difference between right and wrong? Do you want somebody like that doing something like this? Because again, it's it's just it just shows a complete lack of understanding of how the internet works. You post a video like that on the internet, it's going to go viral and not for all the right reasons. Hey Jim, uh Jim is in Jacksonville. Jim is not in Jacksonville. Oh, Jim's still talking to Ebony. All right, we'll get to Jim in just a minute. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045. Raccoon and Matata. I could have... <laughs> uh, thank you for that one. Uh, Jim in Jacksonville. Uh, what's up, Jim? How are you? Hey, Mark. Happy uh, Monday. Oh, you too. Hey, I just wanted... Hey, um, hope you had a great weekend. Just, uh, you know, talking about uh, lawyers throwing raccoons off of boats. You know, I always, uh, I love lawyers. They're my favorite. But uh, the only thing better than uh, a thousand lawyers and one raccoon at the bottom of the ocean is uh, 2,000 raccoons. I mean, lawyers at the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> yeah, okay. That would have been, been a lot funnier if you didn't mess up the punchline. <laughs> I, I, I did it on purpose. Uh, <laughs> hey, Jim, that's a good Thanks so much for calling. We really, uh, we really, we really appreciate Appreciated. 855-765-1045. This story is just, it's perfectly formulated for lawyer jokes, isn't it? It could be like, you know, hey, this is the first time you ever see a shark chase a raccoon into the water. Hey, you, no, nothing. Okay. Uh, 855-765-1045. Uh, the other thing that you have to you have to figure out with this whole thing is that when you look at the Internet, because Facebook and Twitter, they're all the same. As soon as you do or say, like Roseanne Barr is another great example. Remember the Valerie Jarrett tweet? Where she said Valerie Jarrett was a cross between, uh, what was it, something in Planet of the Apes, and then boom, R Roseanne Barr, public enemy number one, her show was canceled, she was fired, they brought the show back without her, although nobody watches it anymore. And now she can't get a job. I mean, she she went on. She was crying and whining on television about how this ruined her life. And it was just one tweet. And she didn't even know Valerie Jarrett was a black woman when she made the comment. You know, the Internet. These are all things. These are not stories that are that have been hidden from public view. I really believe that in this day and age, if you post a video of yourself doing something like this, you have to understand what the consequence is going to be. 855-765-1045. Patty and Hilliard, how you doing? Good. Uh, what did you want to say, Patty? I wanted to say I looked up uh, the name of the attorney. He's in Clearwater, Florida, which is outside of Tampa Bay. Mm -hmm. Outside of Tampa. He is a personal injury attorney. Oh. Yeah. So um, I wouldn't do business with him if I had a personal injury. Yeah, no. Well, I mean, look, if you have a personal injury, I got like there's a list of attorneys I can give you who, <laughs> as far as I know, have never. I mean, you know, we, if anyone knows personal injury attorneys, it's uh, your fine friends here at News 104.5 WOKV. We know them all. Hey, Tim in Jacksonville, how you doing? Doing great, man. You have a great show, by the way. Oh, Tim. Well, Tim, I appreciate that. Thanks so much. Uh, are you uh, team lawyer or team raccoon? How about we just go team human being? Because as a human being, who wants to get caught up, bit, and possibly lose or bleed out while you're out fishing? You got nowhere to go all because somebody said, oh, that cute little raccoon. Yeah, no, I don't think so, man. If it's between me and that crazy animal, it's going to be me, man. 
So if you were out fishing and you saw a raccoon on your boat, you would also chase it into the water and leave it there? Self-defense, man. You know, at the end of the day, it's fight or flight. And who, you know, it's, uh, am I going to let the raccoon live because, oh, everybody's going to be upset? Yeah. He's just going to be upset and everybody's going to be like, oh, we should dump that lawyer because, you know, he's, he's a lawyer. Nah, dude, sorry, man. All We're right. human beings first and foremost. And I like to go home to my family. I like to go home and make my money as a lawyer. Got it. And I'm sorry, man, but it's, it's either me or the raccoon. All right. So, uh, well, let me ask you this question then. Would you videotape the entire incident and put it on Facebook? Now, if I was a person, a smart person, I would not by any means record this mess and put it out there for the whole world to judge me. Okay, no, so you're you're cool with what the lawyer did. You're just not cool with him putting it on Facebook because that would just is that's just blatant stupidity. I get it. But you know, you have an interesting point. You don't know what's gonna happen with the raccoon. A scared raccoon on a boat, you it could attack you, you could start bleeding, you could bleed out, it could accidentally knock you overboard. And you're right. I mean it is survival of the fittest, you know, it's it's fight or flight. It's it's sink or swim. Oh I'll probably I probably that's not a I won't use that. It's not a good euphemism to use in this in this case. Eight five five seven six five one oh four is fight or flight. We'll just leave it there. Eight five five seven six five one oh four five. David, Ron, Carter, Mark, Kathy, everybody else, hang tight. We're gonna get to your calls here in just a minute. It's the Mark K show on News one oh four point five W O K V. Show. My name is Mark K. Thanks so much for joining us today. Folks, we appreciate it. It's Monday. And wow, what a crazy Monday it is. Who knew that over the weekend, this lawyer uh, pushing this raccoon over the uh, over the bow of his boat into the Gulf of Mexico and taking off, leaving him, leaving him and videotaping the entire incident. Uh, video clips of this raccoon swimming frantically for his life off the uh, off the side of this boat as the lawyer drives away and says, Long sucker. <laughs> Uh, so you just have to one, and I'm not laughing about the dead raccoon. I'm laughing about the lack of judgment on the uh, on the part of this attorney who practices law and for some reason doesn't understand how social media works. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. We got a lot of open mics about it. Raccoon overboard. That was just that's not really making any kind of point. But the question is, what do you? I mean, would you have done the same thing in this scenario if you're out fishing and all of a sudden a raccoon appears on your boat? Would you try to keep it safe until you got back to land, or would you throw his ass in the water? I would have kicked the raccoon overboard just as quick as I seen it. Yeah, eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Mark from Keystone Heights. How you doing, Mark? Thanks for calling the Mark K Show. Okay, cool. Uh, Mark from Jacksonville. How you doing, Mark? Hey, Mark. How you doing? Great show, brother. Oh, thanks, hey, man. Uh, what, great, what do you great, think? Great name too. <laughs> you what? Uh, hey, uh, great name too, by oh, the way. Oh Mark yeah. Thunder. So thanks for defending truth, bro. You're doing a good job. Oh, I do what hey, I can. I yeah, you're doing it, man. You're doing it. Hey, I just want to say that, you know, from a hunter's perspective, you know, uh, if you have to take an animal, it's uh, there's something called a one-shot ethical kill. If you take an animal, you should actually kill the animal. Uh, you should, I'm sure this guy probably had a firearm on board, uh, especially if he's out in the Gulf. Uh, he probably should have just shot the gun and then dumped it overboard. Uh, so, you know, take an ethical kill if you're going to do something like that rather than let the thing drown out there. But, you know, uh, also there's no season, there's no close season on raccoons in Florida. Yeah. So they're considered uh, a nuisance animal like a wild hog or something like that. Got it. But the other the other side is I would not want this guy for a lawyer if he was stupid enough to actually post that and put it out there for everybody to see. Yeah, so, I think, and that's my big problem. Okay, and I appreciate the call, Mark. That's a great idea. The one, uh, with like, so basically he said if he's going to put the raccoon down or if he's going to kill it, you shoot it first. And then you throw it in the water, I guess, uh, because that's the that's the humane thing to do. That's the ethical thing to do. But then again, of course, we're talking about a lawyer. So <laughs> you know, it's always questionable. Uh, <laughs> 855-765-1045. Kathy in Jacksonville. How are you, Kathy? I'm great, Mark. Love your show. Oh, thank you, Kathy. That makes two of us. Are you team lawyer or team raccoon? I'm definitely team raccoon. Come on. Yeah. First of all, first of all, how are you not going to see a raccoon hiding on your boat? Now, granted, they can sit in little spots, I'm sure. Yeah. But he could not have been that far off from the coast in order to go back and shoot the thing off. Yeah. And second, there must not have been any women on that boat. 
because I don't think a woman would have ever let that happen. Oh, what woman do you know that wants to go fishing for six hours with a couple drunk lawyers? None, none that well, I know not, of. Definitely not me. No, but yeah. then the, the, the alternate is the fact that this guy and his buddies apparently found this entertaining enough to videotape it and make sure that it was put on their YouTube or whatever the heck they put it on. Yeah. So shame, shame, shame. No, I, I think that's my big problem with it, too, is like, look, I understand it's a nuisance animal. There's a lot of animals out there that probably, you know, no one's going to miss. Uh, the world's not going to be a worse off place if we don't, you know, bald eagle, totally different story. Raccoon, yeah, you know, we there's a lot of those. There's like nine that hang out in my backyard at night, and it creeps me out. And I wish they weren't there. You know, I'm not I'm not saying I wish someone would take them out on into the Gulf of Mexico and and toss them in the water. But I'm not saying that I would shed a tear if they did. However, it, it the biggest problem to me is the lack of judgment on the human beings part about taking these videos and posting them on the Internet where not only can they get shared and not only can people see them and not only can they uh, hunt you down and find out who you are and stalk your profile and figure out where you do business and ruin your entire reputation and your career. All those years and all those hundreds of thousands of dollars at law school, you know, just to just to have it all go down the drain. Well, I could probably not again. I should probably leave off the water. You just to have it you know, just to have it all go wrong when you throw this raccoon you know, overboard. Raccoon overboard. Yeah. 855-765-104. We got, we got a bunch more people that want to comment, folks. We're going to get to this here in just a minute. It's the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. What kind of idiot goes out on a boat without checking it out first? He should have found that raccoon before he even left the dock. I mean, I didn't know. Like, I've been on boats quite frequently. My grandpa had a boat. We'd go out on it every now and then. I was a Boy Scout. We were always out on boats. I don't remember the raccoon check before, <laughs> before you know, before we pulled up anchor and, <laughs> and fired up the Evan Roods. I just don't remember. I don't remember. Hey, make sure we have gas. Make sure we got the fish and stuff. Make sure we got beer. Wait a minute. Did anybody check for raccoons? Uh, 855-765-1045. I would have kicked the raccoon overboard just as quick as I seen it. Yeah, that seems to be, uh, that seems to be a very common, uh, very common opinion, uh, with everybody in these, in these raccoons. So if you're just joining us, the raccoon, basically what happened, popped up on this guy's boat. He was in Tampa. He's a lawyer. And, uh, he's out fishing with his buddies. The raccoon pops up on his boat. It crawls to the, to the front part, you know, and, and he and his, and he and his buddies are like, what, what are you doing here? And then they just start, uh, you know, taunting it and they start screaming at it, like, get off my boat. Get off my boat! Yeah. And then they start cursing. <laughs> that was the short version. <laughs> Get off my Oh, yeah, but basically, so they're cursing at this thing, telling it to get off the boat. And, and they eventually chase it or push it overboard, and it's swimming, and they drive away, and they say this. Long sucker. And what's really obnoxious is they posted the entire incident on Facebook. Now they're inst now they're like internet famous or internet infamous. Uh, the guy had to issue an apology, and he, it, there's now an investigation pending from the Fish and Wildlife Commission, too. Sally on the south side. How you doing, Sally? Sally, you there? Hey, thanks for calling, Sally. Larry in Jacksonville. What's up, Larry? Yes. Uh, when I grew up, I, I, I went to a, uh, my relative's farm up in northern Minnesota, and uh, we'd be going down the road. Have you ever smelled the aroma of a skunk when they sprayed it yeah, oh, yeah, horrible. no, skunks are horrible, but this was a raccoon, not a skunk. Oh, okay, raccoon. Well, they they still, uh, <laughs> they're dangerous, so uh, yeah. I, I, I'm sitting in my truck. But anyway, they're dangerous. They, if I had, it, it would have to go. You would have I, to I wouldn't mess with it. You'd be getting, okay, all right. Hey, thanks so much for calling. We appreciate it. Tom in Orange Park, how are you, Tom? I'm great, Mark. Uh, just wanted to let you know I love your sense of humor. Oh, thank you. I love your show. Oh, great. And I wanted I wanted to ask you if you knew the difference between lawyers and vultures. What's the difference between lawyers and vultures? They're wingtips. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Hey, I appreciate you calling them. Hey, thank, thanks so much for calling, Tom. We appreciate you. Have a good day. This is uh, Richard in Middleburg. How you doing, Richard? Fine, thank you, sir. How about yourself today? Oh, doing great, man. What do you think? Are you team lawyer or team raccoon? Well, what it is, uh, I can't say what kind of lawyers they are, but as far as fishermen, I think they're they're terrible. 
I don't know why they didn't stick a hook in that sucker and either use him for bait or use him for chump. <laughs> All right, hey, hey, <laughs> not only is he a horrible human being, he's a horrible fisherman. You know what kind of man? He could have caught himself some kind of like swordfish with that or something, man. You catch yourself a shark with that. That's that's good bait right there, raccoon. That's good bait. Raccoon, raccoon, whatever, raccoon or raccoon, and one of them. The correct term is not raccoon or raccoon. It's trash panda. Trash panda. Oh, there's <laughs> there's one I've never heard before. Hey, John in Jacksonville, how are you? I'm doing good, Mark. How about yourself? Oh, doing great. Thanks so much for asking, and thanks for calling. What do you want to say, John? John? Yeah, I think the lawyer down there is a sorry piece of crap for doing that to the raccoon. They probably could have just left him alone, mm -hmm. and he could have enjoyed the boat ride till they got back. But yeah. I don't understand the big uproar about the raccoon when you had when you had people videotaping a man drowning in a lake, and, and they put that out there, and, and nothing happened to those people. They but everybody wants to jump on the lawyer. Who videotaped a man drowning in a lake? I don't remember that. It was it was here in Jacksonville. Oh, really? Guy was guy was in the retention pond drowning. Yelling for help, and these clowns were were videotaping, and they put it on social media. You don't remember that? I don't remember that. I do remember. I don't remember that. I'm gonna go. Look, I'll go look that up, though. I'll go look that up. I mean, hey, thanks so much for the call. We appreciate it. And people do freak out over animals. They definitely have a soft spot for animals. And I think again, it was it was the fact that these guys not just were callous about it. They were also videotaping the whole thing and then promoting it on the Internet as if it was a positive thing, as if it was something that they were proud of. Long sucker. And I think that's when it all went wrong for people. I think that's when it all really kind of got bad for these guys. And that's why they had to apologize. And that's why this lawyer now is probably going to lose a lot of business. And I wouldn't be shocked if he sells that boat and, uh, you know, has to move, has to move uh, to another part of the uh, country. Hey, Steve in Jacksonville, how are you? Hey, I'm doing good. Um, I just wanted to say that, you know, that, that guy's a jerk. You know, animal cruelty doesn't make you a man. And the guy who called and said he would use them for chum and the other one who said he would kick them off the boat, I think they should go wash their wife beaters and wait until after 3 p.m. to drink their natty life. You think that, yeah, they're maybe they're hitting it too early. All right. Hey, thanks so much for calling. We appreciate it. Look, I mean, everybody's got... Everybody's everybody's got their own opinions, and we all know the rest of that saying. Lorenza from Jacksonville. How you doing, Lorenza? Yes. If you're from Georgia, Alabama, it's not raccoon. Uh, it's pronounced coon. I'm going to get my coon dogs. We're going to do some coon hunting. It's just plain coon. Okay. So what about here in Florida? Is it raccoon or raccoon? I, I've been visiting my... Grandmama saw in Georgia is cool. No, I understand that, but we're, but in Florida, what do you think people? What is what's the proper pronunciation? It's either or either. Oh, okay. Look at that. I see what you did there. That was pretty good. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five is number eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Oh, Rocky Raccoon was thrown in a lagoon without a good life preserver. Bye, Rocky. It was it was actually uh, <laughs> it was actually the Gulf of Mexico. This is horrible. Rocky Raccoon checked into his room. He didn't. He, he didn't. He checked out. Anyway, so all right, we're gonna move on because this is. We're gonna get back to some. We're gonna get back to some good old uh, fashioned politics here in just a minute. Let's take a quick break. Eight five five seven six five one. Okay, before we go, we have one more. One more raccoon fact, and then we're gonna move on. Mike from Palaka, how are you? Hey, Mark. I'm doing great. A little quick fact about the animal kingdom in a fight. Yeah. A raccoon will be the dog. A dog will be the possum. But a possum will be the raccoon in a fight. Figure it out when I hold. <laughs> the other shot is doing rock, paper, scissors in the other room. Like, it's like dog, raccoon, possum, go. Dog, raccoon, possum, go. <laughs> okay, I don't, I don't even know if that's a true fact or if that guy just made it up. But <laughs> dog, raccoon, possum, go. All right, best two out of three. Eight eight five five seven six five one. We're gonna end up, we're gonna get back to politics right after this. It's the Mark K Show on News one hundred four point five WOKV. This is the 
is the Markay Show. My name is Markay. Thanks so much for joining us. 855-765-1045 is the number. It's Monday. We're so excited that you're here. Also, there's a bunch of rain and uh, dangerous weather, supposedly, um, in the forecast. If you don't yet have our mobile app, the News 104.5 mobile app, you should download it because, well, that's going to keep you abreast of all the weather situations. Uh, there's the first alert weather and, you know, app. I mean, it's amazing. It's just literally as soon as the first rain drop hits your window, you're going to be getting updates and alerts, and it's going to keep you uh, safe and informed. So definitely do that. Go to the iTunes store. Go to the um, go to the Google Play store. Download that app right now and have it on your phone. Speaking of apps, by the way, we just uh, saw there was this Supreme Court just handed down a decision against Apple. And the interesting thing, it was like an antitrust suit against Apple in the App Store. Uh, but the interesting thing is, and I got to delve into it a little bit more, but the interesting thing is that uh, Justice Brett Kavanaugh sided with the liberals and wrote the 5-4 decision um, you know, he, he re-sided uh, against the conservative members of the court, uh, Justice Clarence Thomas and, you know, led by Justice Clarence Thomas and others, um, which is weird because you have it, you have not one uh, conservative justice who can kind of flip flop either way. But now you have two. You've got John Roberts, the chief justice, and, and now you've got Brett Kavanaugh. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on with these guys, but definitely not the conservative stronghold that Donald Trump was hoping he would have when he nominated Brett Kavanaugh to the bench. Gorsuch, I imagine, um, you know, stuck with the conservative. Well, really, everybody did, except for Kavanaugh. That made, made it the 5-4 decision. So but we'll get you more on that here in just a minute, I'm sure. Um, as, as information comes out, we'll look into that and we'll tell you what that's all about as well. But it, it's basically about a tr- uh, class action lawsuit against Apple. Also, Empire, the show that Jussie Smollett was on and allegedly was unhappy with when he faked his whole Donald Trump MAGA hat wearing uh, noose bleach attack in Chicago, has announced that they will be ending after the season. This will be their last season on the air. And then it's uh, then it's complete. You know, the sun will set on Empire um, after their sixth season. And you can only imagine that this whole incident with Jussie Smollett was a huge part of that. And I'd be curious to see how many of his colleagues and friends who stood by him through this whole thing are now standing by him um, faced with the fact that they're out of work, that their entire series that everything they've worked for, all the creators, all, all the creativity they put into it is now coming to an end because Jesse Smollett hated Donald Trump. The other thing you have to realize is that this, again, plays into the whole, you know, the majority of America is not with you. If you're a Trump hater, the majority of America may actually be against you and fed up with you and that when you you know because think about it this way if, if if the united states were really that much opposed to donald trump as a president and if the united states were really as 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 disgusted and fed up with the man and so you know seemingly uh, believing that he was just totally inept and and not right for office if that were the truth then what jussie smollett did would be heralded as 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 you know heroism and it was by a lot of people, but not enough. And you can tell because this show is being canceled. Same thing with Roseanne Barr and and her support of Donald Trump. Her show, I don't I don't know if that's even coming back. I haven't heard anyone talk about it. But when that show premiered with Roseanne Barr, uh, you know, as a as a a Trumpist, uh, you know, a character on television and off on and off screen, it skyrocketed to the top of the ratings. And when she got fired, it dwindled down into nothing. So. You know, you've, you've got to take a, a page if you're if you're the Democratic Party, not just Hollywood, not just not just the people producing these shows. But if you're the Democratic Party and you see how America reacts to extreme liberal liberalism in your industry like you, if the Democrats are looking at Hollywood and saying, all right, Jesse Smollett, that didn't go over well. Now nobody's watching Empire. The show's being canceled. Roseanne Barr, she got fired and that show tanked. I don't think main, I don't think the majority of America is in line with Hollywood. And therefore, maybe if we want to win an election, we shouldn't be either. That's not how they think, though. That's not how they think. What they think is we just haven't fed America more of this liberal schlock. So let's go out and try to produce more and more and more liberal schlock. And you can see I was watching Grey's Anatomy with my wife the other day. And the, the, they had this immigrant girl who showed up in the AR. And, of course, she didn't have um, coverage. And the storyline led into the fact that she was separated from her mother at the border. And there was a whole thing about being a caged animal. The politics seeps into every single show. Every show on network television is going to have some kind of political bent. If it doesn't yet, it will, because don't forget, we are all fired up. We are headed we are headed like long and strong into the 2020 election. And this is one of their most powerful tools 
is is the entertainment industry, the music industry. You're going to start seeing it more and more and more to the point where you're going to be sick of it. And they're not going to they're not going to change their message. They're just going to give you more of it. You know, they feel, look, it's not working. We haven't convinced enough Americans yet. The Jussie Smollett thing didn't work. It's not that it's not that the Jussie Smollett thing was wrong. It's just that it wasn't enough. So let's keep giving more and more and more to the American people. Unfortunately, you and I are the American people. Fortunately, we have a choice. In fact, we were I was just talking to Candace uh, in here when she was on the newscast. We have such a choice now to turn our backs on these network shows or these politically, you know, oriented programs and movies and things like that and and choose what we want to watch. And my wife and I decided uh, about a couple of weeks ago we were really going to introduce our kids to Little House on the Prairie reruns, which, you know, ironically are on Jeff Bezos Amazon Prime. And so we started watching Little House on the Prairie, and I have to tell you, it's one of the great first of all, it's entertaining, it's very funny, it has great themes. It's a, a lot of Christianity and Christian, uh, you know, themes in it as well. And the kids love it. They laugh. Ironically, we were watching an episode the other day about a raccoon, which, you know, like I said, we've been talking about. But it is it's, it's a choice. You have a choice what to do. You don't have to fall for or or take in or consume this mainstream political media that they just keep pushing out because of all the Netflixes and all of the Amazon Primes and the Internet and whatever else you want to do. So it's it's going to be interesting to see how they twist and focus and shift going into the election year. But canceling Empire, that's a big, not just because of the show, but because of the controversy surrounding it. Because of the this is MAGA country hat wearing hoax that Jussie Smollett tried, tried to, uh, to you know, uh, impose on the public. I, it's it's interesting. I, I'm going to see. We're going to watch this. I, I'm curious to see if the Democrats are going to learn from this or if they're just going to double and triple down. 855-765-1045. Quick break. Uh, this is the Mark Show. We'll be right back. 855-765-1045 is the number. Ebony, who's answering our phone today, says there's somebody that wants to complain about the show. Great. John from Jacksonville. How you doing, John? John, you there? Hello? I guess, I guess, I guess he didn't want to complain. That I guess he wanted to complain, but he was in a big hurry. So I guess Johnny there. All right. Well, never mind. Democrats are always in such a hurry. Harrison from Jacksonville. How are you, Harrison? Uh, good. I love your show and uh, nice talking to you. Oh, nice talking to you uh, too. Uh, I wanted to tell you that this stuff is going to go on and on, and the reason for it is not what everybody's talking about. The reason is big money for 60 years has been promoting one world government and they gotten all the way to the end and Hillary was not elected. If she had been elected, they would have culminated the whole deal. Trump is unraveling everything they've done for the last 60 years. And that's why they can't quit because it'll mean another 60 years of trying to do this again. I mean, look, there's a there's a big part of that. And, you know, the whole thing with these tariffs is something that is the whole thing with these tariffs is something that is unheard of, as you pointed out, with any world leader taking these kinds of tax with China and China hitting back. And I mean, what you say about the uh, the one world order or the governments working together, um, I mean, there is a lot of truth to that. And there are some unwritten rules that Donald Trump doesn't play by. He doesn't play by the the, you know, NAFTA was an agreement that was supposed to live forever and donald trump didn't like it and said we got to fix it um you know imposing tariffs on china and, and getting into a trade war with them is something that no other president would even dream of doing and donald trump has no problem he has no fear of it all you know he says look just buy american they're the be they're better products anyway if you buy american guess what you won't have any kinds of of tariffs tariffs are only on chinese products so what does it do it, en it encourages americans to buy products from other countries of which there are what a hundred and 89, 191, how many countries are there in the world? 190, something, uh, it doesn't matter. Somebody, Dave and Mandarin, Wikipedia that for me. Uh, but it, basically what's going to happen is you're going to see other countries benefit, this one included, from the tariffs. And that's exactly what Donald Trump is planning on. Also, he knows that as a producer, as a production company, that China is probably more reliant on us to purchase its goods than we are on China to buy the goods. Because as we said before, there are other countries out there that can make stuff. 
But when it comes to buying stuff, there's not many countries out there that have the buying power and the spending power that the, we are the whale, man. We're the ones you want to land. And if we say, look, we're not going to shop at your store anymore. Or if you hike up your prices and tell us you don't want us coming into your store anymore, it's going to be a lot of it's going to be a bigger problem for you than it is for us. 855-765-1045 is the number. 855-765-1045. Speaking of people who uh, are cowardly and horrible and would never be make a great president, Joe Biden apparently is leading Democrats in the state of Florida. This is an article I read over the weekend in the Politico uh, that popped up, and it says Florida, with its hordes of older voters and establishment-oriented Democratic Party, which is true, doesn't just look like Biden country. Judging from the initial reaction to his presidential bid in the nation's third largest state, it's shaping up to be his firewall. Basically, what they're saying now is that Florida is going to be the deciding factor as to the presidential primary for the Democrats and Bernie Sanders, who is already shaping up, uh, you know, with a strong showing in a lot of different states, who is several percentage points behind Joe Biden nationwide, but is trying to wrap up some superdelegates before it's too late. What they're saying is that Joe Biden is going to hands down walk away with the state of Florida in the presidential primary. Politico says Joe Biden is crushing the Democratic field here, including Bernie Sanders in the latest polling. More than one third of Democratic state legislators endorsed him almost as soon as he announced his candidacy. A testament to state political ties that stretch back decades and span generations. Biden is in a class all on his own in Florida, said pollster Ryan Tyson, who just completed a survey of Florida Democrats. In prior Democratic presidential primaries, Florida didn't matter nearly as much to the outcome as it figures to next year. The crowded 2020 field increases the likelihood of a drawn-out primary season that remains unsettled when the state votes in mid-March. By then, the roster of 21 candidates will be considerably winnowed, and the remaining campaigns could be drained of resources since Florida's March 17th primary comes two weeks after Super Tuesday which will include California this time. You have to keep in mind that it's, it's going to be slightly different than the Republican primary. Florida was very important to Donald Trump in the Republican primary because, well, it's Florida, and he claimed it as his second state of residency, but also because he was running against Marco Rubio, who Marco Rubio thought would carry his own home state and did not. He got walloped. Donald Trump came into Florida and beat Marco Rubio at his own game with his own people. And it was the day after the Florida primary. It was the day after the Florida primary that Marco Rubio bowed out of the race. Because if he couldn't win the primary in his own state, there's no way he was going to carry the election. And Marco Rubio was the last hurdle. Ted Cruz, uh, that moron from Ohio, Kasich. They were still they were still hanging on. But but Marco Rubio in Florida, that was the last hurdle. There was a difference, though, between the Republicans and the Democrats, because you have in California, in New York, you have other large states that are that Donald Trump, you know, they didn't matter as far as the Republican primary so much. But the Democrats are going to be fighting for these strongholds. And with California playing on Super Tuesday. They're right about Bernie Sanders potentially running out of money. It's going to be really this is going to be a battle royale. And if Joe Biden wins Florida, he does have a good shot at the presidential primary or at the presidential nomination. If he does, in fact, carry enough of the other states, if he does, in fact, get some superdelegates on his side, if he can beat back Bernie Sanders and Bernie Sanders has an uphill battle in Florida, which if he plays from Donald Trump's book. He'd be smart to just avoid altogether. If he avoided Florida and spent his time and his money and his resources elsewhere, he could then maybe dominate California or New York or any of the other uh, cons- uh, Democratic states, pardon me, that were uh, that he's trying to carry into the election. Bernie Sanders could 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 basically write off Florida and the political. I don't know if this is their point. I don't know if this is what they're trying to say. 
I don't know if this is Joe Biden trying to get him to do it, but it it might be, as Donald Trump has proven, better to write off states that you know you're going to lose, like California, New York, if you're a Republican, and really go in and concentrate on the battlegrounds. Look what Donald Trump did. He knew he wasn't going to he wasn't going to carry New York. He knew he wasn't going to carry California. He knew he wasn't going to carry Oregon. He didn't waste a, a minute. And sure, he flew to Hollywood for a little while uh, to get some money from his Republican donors in Hollywood, the, the five that were there, Clint Eastwood and a couple of others. He, went, he spent time in New York as he lived there. That was his campaign headquarters. But the rallies, where were they? Wisconsin, Michigan, Florida, Texas. He was in Tennessee. He went to West Virginia. He went to, he went to you know, Ohio constantly. That's where he spent his time and money and effort. So what you may actually see is Bernie Sanders avoiding Florida altogether. Why is that good news? Well, it's it's not it's well it's bad news as far as advertising dollars because we get a lot of money from those people, both in TV ads and radio ads and internet advertising and billboards. If one candidate writes off the state, if they give in, then you see a you see all that money flow elsewhere. But it also means that Joe Biden, if Florida is the firewall, if Florida is the, the albatross, if Florida is the mirror to the rest of what the Democratic Party is thinking, it means that Joe Biden could potentially be the candidate running against Donald Trump in 2020, which is going to make for a much more interesting race, IMHO, than Donald Trump versus Bernie Sanders. 855-765-1045, although I would still love to see the two of them. Go at it in a debate. 855-765-1045. This is the Marquee Show. We got to take a quick break. We got some more of your phone calls coming up on News 104.5 WOKV. This is the Marquee Show. 855-765-1045. Some breaking news about the Supreme Court. They've, um, they've uh, in a 5-4 decision where Justice Brett Kavanaugh sided with the liberal judges on the court, they've now um, allowed a class action suit against Apple and their app store to go forward. Uh, and, of course, the big news about this is, well, that Justice Brett Kavanaugh, who you all remember from the, the huge battle in the Supreme Court last week, or last year, rather, uh, Donald Trump's second pick as a conservative justice um, on the Supreme Court to replace Justice Kennedy, um, has sided with the liberals. This is Dave in Jacksonville. Dave, thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. How are you? Good, Mark. Oh, good. What did you want to say, oh, sir? I just wanted to say... I don't know the exact ruling or the, the case law that Justice Kavanaugh may have cited in his ruling today, but I can say it's, it's refreshing to me when the conservative, so-called conservative justices do cross over and vote with the liberals at times, because we know the liberals will never be the same. But it's refreshing to me that, that I'm hoping that he's voting case law or that, that he's basing it on something other than I'm voting with the liberals. As, as we all know, the liberals will take the liberal side regardless without doing the research regardless of the case law. I see what you're saying. That's an, inter that's an interesting point. You're basically saying by not just voting along party lines, it shows that this guy is actually a real judge, that this guy okay. is looking at the cases and the precedents and saying, well, it's not my opinion. It's based on the Constitution and all the cases that have come beforehand. Correct. Let's hope we could get back to that point someday. Yeah, no, I mean, that, look, that would be good. And again, I don't know a lot about this case either, and I don't know about the cases that he cited. Uh, but I do know there are some really important cases where I like when they vote along party lines, and that doesn't always happen, as we saw with the Obamacare mandate and, uh, and you know, as with Chief Justice John Roberts uh, a couple years back. And you hope that the – I mean, again, if anyone – we all know that Congress is – Partisan. We all know that the Senate is partisan. We all know that the president is partisan. We all know that the lawyers and the and the aides and the secretaries and the assistants and the, you know, the cabinet members, we know that they're all partisan. We know that the speaker of the house or the uh, speaker of the house and the um, and the press secretary, they're all partisan one way or another. But the Supreme Court justices, you, you just hope you hope to God that they are not. And more and more, it's become clear that they are. Um but, you know, I mean, but I mean, that's part of the whole system. And hopefully there's there are times when they can look, uh, you know, look to the individual case law and look at what happened in the in the past 
and see uh, you know what the what the actual ruling should be and maybe that's what maybe that's what the case is here going forward and this is something else that you know i mean right all of the democratic um you know uh, uh credit critics of justice kavanaugh and donald trump who said he's going to he's going to swing this court so far to the to the right that we'll never be able to recover that we'll never have another uh, you know decision side on the democratic side well they're wrong evidently because that's actually just happened today so we'll get into that more here in just a minute. Like I said, we'll probably have more news on that tomorrow. Also, um, this this whole situation in the Middle East that's intensifying with these oil tankers that were sabotaged. Sabot not it, the initial reports are sabotage, not an explosion or a bombing or you know some kind of terrorist activity, but sabotage, which would denote something from inside the ship or from inside the the uh, the mechanism or the or the company that that's operating. And that's there in the United Arab Emirates. Four big tankers all responsible for bringing oil from the region to the united states of america so look there's going to be there's clearly iranian involvement this is clearly some kind of attack on the united states's oil supply chain uh you know in retaliation for well all of the things that donald trump has been doing not just building up the military presence in the persian gulf as of late but also for trying to negotiate out of the iran deal and, you know, and, and basically shutting down other deals with Iran until they stop their nuclear program. So this is something that, again, is intensifying, as well as the trade war with China. Something interesting about the trade war with China, China's tariffs don't go into effect until June the 1st, which is that's a good two weeks away. It's not immediate. It's not like they were like, hey, we're, this happens tomorrow morning at nine. They're given two weeks for this to happen, which. Uh, you know, we'll talk a little bit about that maybe tomorrow, but that's quizzical to me. 855-765-1045. We got to go. Uh, stay tuned. Rush Limbaugh and the news is coming up next on News 104.5 WOKV. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.